right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 150 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. Please, if you do, consider subscribing. And if you're using an app that allows you to rate the show, please give it a four-star or five-star rating. This helps the algorithm so that anybody else looking for a weight loss-related podcast, my, my podcast will show up for them, and it'll make it easier if you just rate the show. Most of all, look, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Nobody sends anybody to a new restaurant faster than the people that have already eaten there. And no one sends anybody running from a restaurant faster than the people that have already eaten there. So if you enjoy this, if this podcast does anything for you, and you know other people that will benefit from its message, please consider sharing the, way, the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast with them. Well, I have a lot to talk about today. Let's get into this! Journey updates. I'm down 2.6 this week. For the month of July, I am down 1.8 pounds. Total loss since January 2019 is 165.2 pounds. The pounds remaining to get to the 175-pound milestone is 9.8 pounds. And the pound remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone is 34.2 pounds. Week 7 of Phase 2 ended in 5 days of success. Week 15 overall in this entire carb reduction experiment ended with my calorie average at 2,332 per day with the goal being 2,300. The protein average per day is 257 grams per day and the goal is 229. The carb average was at 191 grams per day and the goal for phase two was 199 grams per day. And the fat average was 69 grams per day, and the goal is 90 grams per day. Can you believe this is the final week that I'm currently on for phase two? I am currently in week eight as we speak. 
So I had to sit here and plan what I'm going to do for phase three because that starts next week. I have to reduce carbs even further because the ultimate goal is to get carbs to 144 grams per day per the book that I read. Once we get to 144 grams per day, I'm going to test it out for a while to see is it sustainable or not. Maybe it might change, but for right now, at the recommendation of the book, we are working toward get to 144 grams per day. So for phase three, I decided that my carb reduction would be maximum 175 grams per day. So we're going from 199 to 175 on our way to 144. In order to pull this off, I have some wraps that I use, low-carb wraps from La Banderita. They're called street tacos. I'm going to be moving those to lunch, and I'm not going to have any carbs whatsoever for my first breakfast of the day. And I'm going to be adding an egg to that first breakfast uh, to make it some extra protein. At lunch... I'm going to be removing the bread from my sandwich and using the wraps that I moved from breakfast to lunch to put my turkey in. I'm also going to be removing from lunch one clementine. And at dinner, I'm going to be reducing my mixed vegetables that I eat every day from one cup to three quarters of a cup. This will bring my daily carb average if my calculations are correct here, now again, this is all variable because one day an apple can have one weight, another day the apple can have another weight. So this is all estimated right now. And hopefully I am right. So, I mean, hey, all we can do is make adjustments after, right? If this all goes the way I see it going, I will be in the 160s every day rather than being the 170s. Only one day I could see being a problem, that's Wednesday, and I'll have to play it by ear. We'll see what happens. I'm going to let it go the first week. Week eight, I'm just going to play it out as it is. If I go over on Wednesday, then so be it. We'll make adjustments, but we're going to see how it goes. So that's the plan for phase three. The carb reduction is going to be maximum 175 grams per day, and we're doing that five days a week. We're moving some wraps to lunch. We're removing bread from lunch. We're removing a clementine from lunch, and we're reducing mixed veggies to three-quarters of a cup. So today I want to talk about working smarter. As we go through the checklist challenge. Now there are some advantages because we have a little bit of time under our belts. By the time you're hearing this episode, you have at least five days tracked, maybe even six. The more days you have tracked at this point, the better off you are. So I'm going to send you on a little mission here. This is a little side mission to make life easier. That's what it's going to be. And the idea of this mission is I want you to look at your tracker, all of the days you actually tracked, and I want you to go with this one thing in mind. 
any of these meals that I have tracked, do they ever repeat? That's the question I want you to answer. When you look at these meals, do they repeat? If they do, it would make your life easier to save these meals. So really, comb over them, and I'm going to walk you through how to save a meal. Find any day, and when you click on the food that you tracked on that day, like if you click on breakfast area, it'll list all of the food you ate on breakfast on that day you're looking at. At the top of the screen there where it says breakfast total and the number you have, to the right you'll see it says save meal. If you click this, you'll be prompted to name that meal. Now, this is all in the WW app that I'm going over. The majority of the listeners here are on WW. If you guys are on a different app and you want some tips and tricks about that app, I'll download the app if I need to. I have healthy... I have um, first form on my phone right now. If there's another one, maybe I can mess around with it and come up with a little tutorial for that too. But for now, I want you going over your tracker and I want you to think, does this breakfast repeat? Do I? Maybe you don't eat it every day, but you eat it three days a week. Is it worth saving? It'll make your life easier to track it three days of the week. Is this lunch something you eat once or twice a week? It makes your life easier to track it. I have so many meals saved in my WW app because I eat very much the same kind of foods every day. And it just made my life easier once I learned how to do this and I never looked back. Everything that I ever did was for that reason and that reason alone. Now, if you save it, it will also help you to use naming conventions. What is a naming convention? A naming convention is a way to name things so that they are all similarly done, regardless of what the food item or the thing you're tracking actually is, you'll be able to easily find it. Now, you don't have to do it my way, but I'm going to recommend a way just so you can see it, right? In the WW app, you have four categories. You have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Let's say you have more than one breakfast you're going to save. If you put the number 01 at the beginning of every single breakfast... When you go to track it, if you type 01, all of the breakfasts you've ever saved will automatically come up. Do you see where I'm going here? And the same thing, if you put every lunch has 02 in the front of the name, it could be 02 tuna sandwich. And every time you have a tuna sandwich, you have all of the things the same. You could save it that way. So when you type 02... All of your lunches will come up because all of the lunches start with 02. And then you'll just look for tuna sandwich, select it, and move on with your life. Dinner, 03. 
Every dinner, if you re- if it's a repetitive one, even if it's not every day of the week, even if it's like once or twice a week, it's worth it. It saves time. It makes your life easier. It takes away the task of tracking every single item because you already did it once. This is another great reason why I told you guys track your zero point foods. It's all in this This goal was always going to be show you how to do this. Show you how to save meals to make your life easier. And by using the same naming convention in every way. So breakfast, everything starts with a zero one and then the name of the breakfast. Lunch, everything starts with zero two. Dinner, everything starts with zero three. And snacks, everything starts with zero four. Now, you could use a completely different system, but if you take the same ideas and run with it, if you start every category of meal the same way, every breakfast starts B dash and then the name of the breakfast. Every lunch starts L dash and then the name of the lunch. Right? I used numbers because I felt like the numbers were even more easier to find Because WW has meals that start with L. So when you start typing things with an L, you'll you'll find those, right? So that's why I use numbers. I use numbers 01, 02, 03, and everything worked out nicely. Here's another tip with the Weight Watcher app. I want you to envision a little hole-in-the-wall restaurant that you love. I'm not talking about large chains here because large chain restaurants are pretty much basically in the WW app. And if you're going to track a food from there, it'd be pretty easy to find a chain restaurant in the WW app. I don't go to chain restaurants, right? So in my world, things are a little bit different. Let's say I go to this little Italian place and they serve a great chicken marsala. I love the chicken marsala from this place so much, but how do I know how to track it, right? Let's say there, when you search for chicken marsala, there is nothing in the app. Let's just say that, for instance. I'm giving you a scenario where you can't find a comparable thing in WW app. I'm giving you this idea. I'm planting the seed in your mind so that if in the future you're at some random restaurant and there is no connection to the WW app from that restaurant. And even more, there is no connection to that dish in the WW app. I'm giving you this as something I've recommended to other people to do and something I've done myself. If you decide you go to this restaurant and you love this one dish and there's nothing in the WW app that compares to it, or that is even remotely close to it. This is where we can take advantage of the recipe builder in a way that it wasn't intended. If you just Google a recipe for and you type the name of the meal, Google will provide you with many different recipes. 
you could build the recipe in the app according to that recipe that you found. And then when you go back to that restaurant, you can track the recipe. Now, when it comes to servings and all that, that might be get a little crazy. But look, we're not looking for perfection here. We're just looking for a way to track something, right? We're looking for a way to get 97% of the way there. That's what we're looking for. 97%. You don't need to be 100% accurate. For those of you who have been with me forever, some of you cringe when I say this, but it makes people laugh and I love it. When you think about it, your life, at some point in your life, you've trusted a condom. A condom has a 97% accuracy. That means 3% of the time, you're at risk of getting pregnant. If you can track with 97% accuracy, you're going to be doing really well considering how much you've trusted condoms in your past. You'd be able to trust that tracker. Am I right or wrong? Maybe you don't like that I use that analogy, but you know what? I guarantee, I guarantee you'll never forget that I said it. Whether you like the way I said it or you don't like the way I said it, you'll never forget it. And that's the most important thing. 97% of the way there and you are doing fantastic. Trust me. I've done it since the beginning. I have never aimed for a perfect tracker. I won't pretend that I ever did it. I lost 165 pounds, never, ever being perfect. Let that sink in. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible 
as long as I believe. Because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So those are the, in regards to the Weight Watcher app, that's what using similar ways of naming the meals that you save and using the recipe builder in a way that it was never intended for some random hole-in-the-wall restaurant where you love to go and you love a dish. Search that recipe, build it in the app, track it. Maybe the portions are going to be off. It doesn't matter in the end. You can always make adjustments to that. Right? If the recipe says it serves this many people or whatever it is, and it's, you know, and it gives you an idea of how much meat and all that stuff, and you're looking at your plate and you're like, wow, this looks like a lot of meat. Maybe you put two portions. It does it really matter? That's what it's all about. It's about trying to get there, being engaged enough to care, right? Now, another thing I want to talk about, there was someone in the consistency group that recently asked about how do we track our walks. And I don't know if you guys know this, But the Fitbit app enables you to use it for free without actually owning a Fitbit. You don't need to own a Fitbit, and I'll show you how to do this. And what I may do is, if you guys want, let me know, and I could post it. I'll make a video so you can see step-by-step on how to do this. But I'm going to describe it to you here. And if it's something you're wanting to try, then you're on your way. So first thing you're going to need to do is whatever phone you have, whether you have an Android phone or you have an iPhone, you're going to need to go to your app store and you're going to need to download the Fitbit app. 
okay? Once you download that app, you're going to need to create an account. You'll, you'll use an email address, and you'll create that account step-by-step. And it'll ask you if you want to become a premium member. You do not have to be a premium member to do this. Premium costs money. I'm telling you, you can do this for free. Okay? You create that, and when you're looking at a screen that's encouraging you to become a premium member, there should be an X somewhere. Upper left, upper right, wherever it is, click that X and get out of that screen. You do not need to become a premium member. Once you are logged in, once you are all ready to go, and you are staring at the home screen of the Fitbit app, in the upper left corner, you'll see the clock. And just underneath that, you'll see a little circle, unless you made a profile picture, you'll see a little circle with a human silhouette. If you, see, if you applied a profile picture, then you'll see a picture of whatever you applied as the profile picture. But what we're going to do in order to do this is you're going to click that silhouette. Now, the fourth option down or third option down, depending on how many options you have, you're going to see set up a device. You click on set up a device and you're going to see a screen here with a bunch of different Fitbit models. But if you look all the way at the bottom of that list, you're going to see something called mobile track. Select that. It's going to look like your phone, and at the bottom of the screen, you're going to see it says Setup. Click Setup. When you're staring at the next screen, this is the Terms and Conditions screen. You just click Agree. Now you're prompted with, would you like to join Premium Fitbit for 90 days at no charge? Again, in the upper left corner of the screen is an X if you click that X, you'll get right out of it and it will be free. Now you'll notice that screen, your fourth option down is going to say mobile track and it's going to say syncing. Once it's syncing, you're good to go. If, the, if you click the upper left, in the upper left, there's an arrow pointing to the left. That's the back button. If you click that, you're going to go back a step and you'll be back at the main screen. If you want to know how to track your walk from here, you scroll down a little bit and you'll see a little man, an orange man running. This is the workout or exercise section. To the right of that little rectangle, you're going to see a plus sign. If you click that plus sign, you'll notice that a map loads up. In the upper left corner of that map, you'll see a GPS meter. Your phone, if it has GPS connectivity, you will have speed and distance tracked if you, as long as you enable it to be turned on. It should ask you, do you want to turn on GPS? And you could say yes. If you see that it's green, it's already enabled and you don't need to worry about it. There's going to be a little meter that says GPS, and it'll be four green squares or less, 
right? As long as the squares are green, you have a good signal enough to start your workout. If the squares are red, you might want to move around a little bit, try to get a better signal before you hit start. Because once you hit start, it's going to warn you, GPS signal is poor in this area. Are you sure you want to do this, right? So you click the start button at the bottom of the screen and you go for your walk. And you'll see it starts ticking. And it's measuring the distance you walk and the speed at which you're walking that distance and the amount of time it's taking you. Now, without a Fitbit, the only thing you're missing from this is heart rate. In order to stop your walk, you'll see at the bottom of that screen, there's a big red pause button. You'll click pause and then the finish button will show up. You hold your finger down until the whole screen turns green and then you will be done with your walk. And then when you see on the next screen, you'll go back to your home screen and it will do a sync and eventually your workout will appear. It'll say, and now for me in my case today, it'll say two of five days. For you, it might be one of three days. It depends on what the default application is, what the setting is for how many days a week you want to work out. You could change that up to seven days if you want that to change to seven days. I have it set to five. If you want to see your walk, you can click on the two of five or in this case, whatever it says on your screen, one of three, one of four, whatever it is. It'll take you to the workout section and it'll show you all of your workouts. And you'll be able to click on any one of them and see how fast you walk the first mile, how fast you walk the second mile. You'll be able to scroll down and you'll see active zone minutes, but it'll be blank because you don't have a Fitbit to measure your heart rate because that's for heart rate monitoring. And then you'll see calories burned. And you'll see throughout the entire duration of your walk how many calories you burned. This number will be slightly off as long as your height, your weight, and all of that is entered correctly. You'll have a pretty close number here. But without a heart rate, you'll never you'll never be really I mean you could be closer with a heart rate. Let's just say it like that. And then if you scroll down a little further, you'll see how many steps were taken during your workout and all so on. And now if we have want to go back to the main screen, in the upper left hand corner, you would press that back arrow again to go back to the main screen. And that is basically how you use the Fitbit app to track exercise for free. If you guys want me to make a video, step-by-step video on how to do this, I have no problem doing that. Just let me know. Another thing I want to talk about to make your life a little easier, not everyone is going to love this, but it makes life easier, and that's what this whole episode is about, working smarter right? Meal prepping is an essential part of all of this. Some people love meal prepping. Some people hate meal prepping. I, I am not one of the people that meal preps. My wife loves it. 
It's like a ritual to her. She goes through it every week. It's almost like she's creating a work of art in her refrigerator. I asked her, and I said, if there was one thing extremely easy to do that anybody who wants to try and prep something can do and have multiple uses for, what would that be? And she said, a crock pot. And there is a recipe, which I'm going to link in the description of the podcast. It'll be in the YouTube description. It'll be, there's going to be a link to this and it's called skinnymist.com. It's called slow cooker, everything chicken. You could probably just Google it too, but I'll put the, the link in the description if you just want to click it and go straight to it. But this is using a crock pot and it's making chicken, shredded chicken. Now, if you drain the juice at the end of this and you just store the chicken in the refrigerator, there are multiple uses for this chicken. It doesn't just eat, you don't just eat it plain. She described using this chicken to make a quesadilla. You simply add salsa to it. You use a low point cheese, shredded cheese of your choice. You use a non-fat Greek yogurt as your sour cream. There is even the, the to-go little, little containers of guacamole from that company Sabra. They are pre-measured. There are three points and you don't go over. You just use what's in one container and don't open any more containers, right? <laughs> That's the one thing. Yes, it might be pre-measured, but we got to make sure we only eat one, right? And then if you're using the Labanderita wraps... They are also, if you buy the ones that are low carb, they are also low points. So the, the one you're looking for is La Bandarita Carb Counter Keto Street Taco. Two of these should be one point. The nutritional information, because there's so many different kinds of this, make sure you're looking for the keto version. Carb Counter Keto Street Taco. They are 20 calories each. Two of them will be one point. And you can go from there if you want to do a little more. Because remember, the chicken is zero. The guacamole is three points. If you do two of the taco wraps, you're talking about one point. So you're talking about a four-point lunch. And if you use the fat-free Greek yogurt, that's also zero, the plain one. I don't know what the what you can find with salsa. You can mess around. You can go and look at all the different salsas, open your app while you're at the grocery store and check for a good one. And you can make a decent uh, quesadilla for your lunch, even tacos. You can do chicken tacos with the same stuff. Another thing you can do with this chicken is you can do it Asian style. You can do some brown rice and you throw some teriyaki in it and add the chicken to it and some mixed veggies. Mix it all up in that pan, and it's like Asian rice. And the easiest thing you could do with this chicken is make yourself a salad and put it on top. But when you shred this up, it's going to be very much the consistency of tuna fish, but it'll be chicken. And the more of the juice that you can drain out, the drier it will be, and when you're making these things like a taco, it won't be soggy meat. And that's just one 
simple thing you can cook that you make a decent amount of where the chicken is versatile. It can be used in multiple ways during your week and it's just sitting in the fridge waiting to be used. I mean, you got to see pictures of the inside of the fridge. It's crazy on Fridays because she goes grocery shopping on Fridays and she also does meal prep on Friday right afterwards. And the inside of the, where the containers are all full and ready to go for the week. It's pretty crazy. I hope you got something from this because these little things which seem insignificant will help you greatly especially if you eat the same foods more than once a week even if you only do it twice a week it's worth it to save the meal it will just make your life easier if there's two meals and you eat them twice a week that's four days tracked with, ba- with barely looking at anything, barely doing anything. I mean, the way I have things going, I track my entire week on Sunday and I never look at the app again. It's literally that easy because I eat the same meals every Monday, the same meals every Tuesday, the same meals every Wednesday and so on. It's just about making life easier and doing things in a smarter way, a way you probably never thought to do them. And I know, I understand, if you're intimidated by using the technology, if you've never used it, I already said to you, I have no problems making video tutorials on how to do it. No problems. It'll be very easy. There's nothing to be intimidated by here. All of this is for your benefit and it's up to you to take advantage. This entire episode has been geared toward making your life easier. I could bring the horse to water, but I can't make them drink. The rest is up to you. Look, What's it really all about here? We know we need this healthy lifestyle. There's, you're not listening to me right now if you don't think you need it, if you don't know you need it. So why, why are we beating around the bush here? Why are we trying to find the shortcuts to what we want most in life? We didn't take any shortcuts to get to where we are. We did that and we went full on with it. All of us are dealing with the problems we have because we were all in on pleasing our tongues for the majority of our life. And now we put ourselves in the position to be here because we were all in on that. So why is it so different? You're right, it's, it's hard, it's difficult, it's uncomfortable, but it's your health. It's your life. And these little tips and tricks, they may seem minute and useless, but in reality, if you are someone who doesn't like tracking, but you eat the same foods regularly, and all you need to do is save one meal because you eat it five or six days a week, so save it. And it take you... 10 seconds to track something instead of taking three minutes.
and you're done before you start. In the time where you used to track one meal, now you're tracking the entire week. It's all about making your life easier. Working smarter, not harder. Everything I tell you today is to make your life easy, but it's up to you to actually do it. You may think that it's ludicrous, but if you just give it a shot, if you just give it a chance, I promise you, you it, it won't be that hard. All of the tech stuff, all the techie stuff I took you through the app, it's not supposed to be scary. It's very easy. If you feel scared right now, I'm telling you, it's no big deal. And it will make your life a whole lot easier. And that's what we need, right? We live, we live in this world where everything is difficult and we're just trying to do something right for ourselves and we're trying to make it a little bit easier to do. And all you need to do is put in a little extra work right now and all of it becomes easier later. And you never know. It may just add to the momentum I want you to build anyway. So just give it a shot. Do it my way. You never know. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.